Today, Sidorians, we have a special guest. Hey, there she is, Terry. She came back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so today, 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 welcome everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, all the Sidorians and all my Facebook family and the YouTubers and the IGers and everybody out in Sidorian land. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening today. How are you doing today, Miss Carol? I'm doing well. I am doing excellent. Thank you, Jesus. My eyes are straight. Oh, look at you. <gasps> Unmute yourself, Terry. You're muted. Aren't they gorgeous? Wow. Yeah, and the Lord said you can see. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm telling you, it's really been an experience when you're seeing double all the time. And then when you finally see that you only see one thing, you be looking around like, where's the other one? Where's the other one? So this is a new, wow. great learning experience for me as well. So God is God good. And, and God is good. so good. I did not know that you were having those, Miss <clears throat> Carol. Wow. Yeah. I make fun of the eyes all the time just to keep from, you know, going off the deep end. Wow, well, you don't have to do those jokes any longer. You are. I don't. I can just, just wink and blink. Can't wear eye makeup and anything yet, but I can wink and blink. Wow. Well, yes, I'm so happy that you are back to yourself, Miss Carol. And today, Glorious, we have a special guest, Miss Terry Jackson. How are you doing today, Terry? Miss Beautiful. Look at you. Girl, every time Hi, I see gorgeous. you. Loving that hair, Terry. Thank you. Loving that hair. Okay. It takes two to tang. Okay. Hey. Hi, Sidorian. Hey, Mike. Hey, Carol. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Coach Jack. So we are here to tell y'all a story. Yes, I have a lot of stories today. So y'all may not know me. I know some of y'all might be tuning in new. My name is Jamika Smith. I have a couple of names. You know, Jamika Smith, Hamima Smith, you know, Coach J, CBDT dealer. So over the past couple of weeks, let me tell y'all, I had a lot of traumatic experiences happen in my life, okay? And I'm, a, I'm just going to get all the way into it, you know, because I'm, I'm real, okay? I'm going to be very, very transparent. So, I have a 12-year-old son. And over the week, two weeks ago, he just decided that he just wanted to leave this heavenly earth. He just wanted to take his life and just go to another universe. Wow. Sure did. So, I had to deal with that. Um... He really, really messed himself up. He uh, tried to commit suicide. And 
If you do not know what suicide is, let me give you a nice little description. Okay, so suicide is an act of intentionally causing one's own death. Okay, mental disorders, triggers, you know, bipolar depression, all of that's included with the suicide, okay? Now, this is very, 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 very interesting because I've been a nurse for about 10 years. And when I got out of nursing school, uh, psych was, psychiatric nursing was the first field that I was introduced besides pediatric, okay? So I did a lot of psychiatric work. I was serving in the community. And I also have a son that has schizophrenia. Okay, can you imagine that? I'm a nurse, I'm a psychiatric nurse, I'm going to work. And then one day I get a phone call. The people are chasing me. I'm hearing voices. Poor baby, I already knew what it was. Suicide. It's a lot of triggers, you know, it's a lot of things going on in the world. And um it gets rough. It really, really do get rough. So right here, I did some research and it says some suicides are impulsive acts due to stress caused by financial or academic difficulties. You know, people, they lose their money, they lose their job, they become the, and then they want to commit suicide. Okay. That's a trigger. Relationship problems. You break it with your boyfriend, you want to kill so, you break up with your girlfriend, you want to kill you. This is trigger. Breakups, harassment, bullying. These are triggers that will cause someone to want to suicide. Okay? Very, very interesting information. Mm -hmm. Okay? Even though the crisis hotlines are common they have not been suited well. So speaking of um, crisis hotlines, um, this is something serious, y'all. And why I want to talk about it today is because mental health real, and you have a lot of people out here that have mental health issues and they know they have mental health issues. They don't take their medications and then they have triggers. And then they, you be thinking that they're a normal person. The next thing you know, you'd be like, well, what the heck? Well, where did that just come from? Okay, and um, the crisis hotline is a number that you call when somebody is having a mental breakdown crisis. If they trying to commit suicide, they trying to harm somebody else. Um, if they not, you know, if they, they mental status change I had, I had to use the crisis hotline number on multiple occasions. And you know what? The system is not good. The system, there is no system in place for people that have mental issues, okay? Now, <laughs> two weeks ago, two weeks ago, my son just tried to kill himself, okay? Wow. He is out. How's he doing? How's he doing, um, Coach Jay? How's he doing? Not good. Because what I just said is he is out. They have released him from the hospital, from the mental institution, and 
he is not well. So it's a lot of things that's going on and something has to be done. I know that this, this has happened and it was like a sudden thing and nothing is being done. Like you have a lot of people out here that's depressed. You have people out here committing suicide. We just had a big pandemic. I tried to call to receive counseling. It's a waiting list for the waiting list for counseling. Oh, yes, it is. Wow. So if, I, so if I need to get help, if I'm having a mental breakdown, my child, my young adult had a mental breakdown. There's no structure in place. That's mm-hmm. not good. So I know that this is something that I I want to be the change. I want to, I have to be the change. I am a suicide survivor. Okay. Ah. A suicide survivor. I'm here. Right. I know that I have a purpose here on earth. Here's a lot of things that people don't know. This is why you need to have a conversation sometimes because you never know what somebody is going through. Mm-hmm. And I know that the system that they have in place is trash because I had to use the system. No help. And once the person reaches a certain age, you can no longer become involved if you are the parent. When they become an adult, because you know once you're 18, you're considered an adult. If your child has a mental breakthrough, a mental breakdown, you can't be involved. So wow. can you imagine how that is? I have a child that has schizophrenia or a child that has tried to commit suicide. I go to the hospital. I can't get no help. I can't say nothing because they have HIPAA laws in place. HIPAA, you have to protect the person's information. That's real big. So mm-hmm. me being a parent, but I'm an, he's an adult already. I cannot be involved because of the HIPAA laws. So that's a barrier right there. And that's blocking me from becoming involved in the situation when my child having a mental crisis. Okay. And it get deeper. It really, really gets deeper. So the common methods of suicide, it varies. Did y'all know that it varies between countries? It varies between I, I would imagine so because of the economic situation, what's going on with the government, you know, and people really don't understand it fully like we do here in America. I can understand that. Yes, I can see that. Yeah, and I, mean, I was a problem, absolutely. Um, and the thing about it is, like, it's different common, it's common methods of suicide. So the common methods, hanging, people like to hang themselves. Oh, I didn't know. Did y'all know that people take pesticides? Did you know that? Not pesticides, no. I never heard of, this is why I said, let me do some research because it's, it's deeper than what it really is. Pesticides. I never heard of that. Somebody ingesting pesticides. Uh, poisoning, of course. Yeah, I know about the poisoning. Firearms, yeah. And um, 
it's a big, 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 big uh, number. So it's 828,000 deaths. And that's, that's the 10th leading cause of death, which is suicide. Wow. And, and the rate men will commit suicide before women do. Mm-hmm. I can the believe age, it. The age bracket is between 15 and 30 years. Those are the people that are at risk, highly at risk. Wow, they haven't even lived their life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. mental health is real. Um, oh, yeah. It really is real. Um, when my son was diagnosed, my first son, he... He was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I had to fight. 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 First, I was treating him like my child because that's my child. I got to get him some help. Mm-hmm. It happened so many times. They said, oh, no, miss, you you can't do nothing. You, you can't help him. You're the mom, but you can't do nothing. This is what they telling me while I'm trying to help him. And then they will let him out. And then he would have another episode and then he would go back. And this was a revolving door. It's a revolving door, a revolving door, a revolving door until he committed a crime. And then he had to become incarcerated. Oh, no. Yes. That's a a big leap. I'm trying to get some help. Oh, God. Yes. In Philadelphia, they only had two places. No, three. Friends Hospital. Uh, Wait, ain't that Germantown? Friends Hospital? That's in the Northeast. No, this is in the Northeast on the Boulevard. Friends Hospital, right? And then they have Norristown State Hospital, which is only two locations. And do you know, do y'all know what the third place is? Take a good guess. Jail. Oh, wait, wait, for the mental, mental um, place? Exactly. Jail. No, Germantown. Germantown Hospital right off of um, Alany. Um, but I'm saying permanent residency. Jail. They do not help. They have a whole block for people that have mental issues. They have probation officers for people that have mental issues and no one is getting any help. It's well, just that, a reform. Well, let me slide on in there. Um, Germantown Hospital uh, take patients in. After that, they send them to Devereaux. Devereaux is where as though they can't come out, they deal with all types of mental illnesses from, from all juveniles. Um, they had them in there. And the reasons why I know this is because I had to, I'm gonna be honest, I love you daughter, but I had to send my daughter there. So the the places that deal with mental illness, that was my first experience, sending my daughter there and then seeing how they send the children that that has issues like um, like psychiatric. It's different. It's different numbers of right. It's different categories of the psychiatric. It's different categories. Yeah. So it depends on the levels that you are at. 
They will send you the devil as a placement for people that has issues, but there are levels to the issues. I also used to work at Presbyterian Hospital and used to work at a mental um, psychiatric building, but they moved it. Mm-hmm. So they put it on one floor. And mm-hmm. with that being said, I'm not going to say the coworker name, but he was dealing with mental illnesses and it reminded me of the situation. And I told him where to go. I sent him to Presbyterian Hospital. I told him to sign himself in. They give him either a 202, 302. There are numbers to yeah. these psychiatric illnesses because yeah. you may have somebody that may be like, maybe disabled or maybe like slow. It's not, a, not slow. What's, what's the word when um, delayed. they have- Delayed. Mentally delayed. Right. So like, if you, you may have get challenged like children, um, I forgot right now I'm get I'm forgetting, but all I do know is there's different levels. So when you have somebody suicidal, they're alcoholic, they on one level. You yeah. may have somebody that's, you know, kind of like not a fast learner and has a mental disability, but they're suicidal, that's on another level. Yeah, There's probably. levels to this. So with that being said, I know because I worked, I know because I've been through, and I know because I dealt with. So if y'all want to go in debt, This is a good conversation or topic that we need to get on because it is real. Um, It's not just as real. I'm on a level of not dumb levels, but I'm diagnosed with PTSD. So I'm under, I'm not on them higher levels like that. And I've been diagnosed and I'm not ashamed. And me dealing with a lot of stress, and me dealing with a lot of uh, abuse through my life and dealing with me um, seeing things that I shouldn't see had mental trauma. So my, yeah. my brain been traumatized. Exactly. So therefore, I was diagnosed by my psychologist. No, I ain't crazy. No, this does. You got to know the types of you what have to know type the of degrees. feelings do you have? Absolutely. You yeah, have yeah. to know the degrees. And that's you gotta know the degrees. That's where I want to touch on. I'm glad you said that. The word comorbid. And I'm gonna give y'all the definition, Sadorians, Facebook people, okay, and YouTubers. Core morbid means that it's what is more COVID? Okay, so more comorbidity is the presence of two or more conditions occurring in a person, either at the same time or successfully one condition that occurs right after the other. Meaning, say, you can have PTSD or you can have anxiety and then become traumatized with PTSD. You get it? Like two things. Or you could be, you can be, uh, you can have a social anxiety disorder and have a major depressive disorder. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. So I'm glad that you touched on that because I know that my son had, uh, my first son, he was diagnosed with uh, 
schizophrenic, paranoid schizophrenic. See how that's hand in hand? He is schizophrenic. You can be a schizophrenic and not be paranoid. And I'm paranoid. You could be a paranoid schizophrenic, which I knew what he was right off the bat when I was watching his uh, his behaviors and how he was acting. And then one minute he'll be normal. And the next minute he'd be talking crazy. Then he'd be talking to TV. Then he'll be saying, uh, why did you say that? And mm-hmm. you right there next to him. You ain't say nothing. Next thing you know, he like, what? what you say? And you be like, oh my God, this is real. You know, but the most um, thing that's hurtful is your own child. You know, let me. Your child, your mom, your dad, your sister. Let me say something for let me say something for a minute, Jay. Because like even with, with this topic and going back to my youngest brother, my youngest brother was homeless, right? And he would come over here and he would go through all of these changes. And I never <laughs> ever understood what it was, what he was going through at all until we we're just having this conversation. Because he used to, he come over here, my oldest son passed and my, and my youngest brother, he would come over, he would stay with me sometimes. And he's down here in the Malibu room. It wasn't the Malibu room then, but he, was, he, would, he would stay down here, have a good time playing with the music, calling the kid a little monster because she takes his stuff. So he was really, really comfortable. And I was happy that he was here, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he would, he would um, he, all of a sudden he would say, I got to go, I got to go. And I'm like, why? What? Why? I feel like an animal. Well, uh, you're you you you're free to you're free to roam around now. No, I'm not talking about like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm like, well, what are you talking? Well, I can't explain. He says, but he says, but Billy's down there talking to me, and I got to get out of here. That was my oldest son. Uh-huh. Every time he came, he used to talk about my son talking to him, and he had to get out. I mean, he would just like take off. He would mm-hmm. take off. It, it, you know, and just talking about this like right now, you know, um, he's going to, you know, he's, he's he's going to glory as well. But just talking about this like right now really brings me back to all the things that he was going through that I had absolutely no idea. Now, he used to talk about um, 302 and himself. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? I knew what that meant. Why would you do that? Well, I need some help. And 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 this is going on and that's going on and everything. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know, I'll come and see you. Check so down. when you so when yeah. you uh so when you um the numbers, so when you sign yourself in, it's a 202 or a 201. Mm-hmm. When you see someone having an episode and you are trying to get them help and you that's are a 302. that's a 302 you are that's 302. somebody bringing you against your will and coming into exactly. the hospital like that is call, a 302 you you you, 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 you making the call mm-hmm. yeah right so, so when they like your brother he was he knew that something was wrong with him and he was like i have to go but can you imagine how many people in the world that know that they have some issues and they won't go sign themselves in. Mm-hmm. So they go around creating 
bad friendships and having bad relationships and 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 and, and all kind of arguments with people and just doing stuff. And we don't know that they have issues. Because the brain is sick. The brain is unhealthy and it needs help. So the brain needs to be diagnosed. And that's what happens because when people don't take the responsibility of knowing that they're sick, they're trying to cover up what's not healthy. They're, 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 they, they scared to lose their image of you may, they may think that people may think, society may think that, you know, oh, that person crazy. You know, the crazy ones is the smartest ones. If the person yeah. talks to themselves, if you can, if you can talk to yourself and a person talk back, don't think they're crazy. They know some stuff that you don't know. They just don't, they just, it, 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 it's just, it's just weird. Just like my therapist, my psychologist, her name is Ann Tax. She said, you're not, you're not crazy. That's number one. She also said, um, she said, you've been abused so long that you basically abuse is normal to you, yep. which is not normal to somebody else is definitely normal to you. Mm-hmm. So you hold a lot of abuse in. So if somebody do some abuse, they may not can control it. Yep. They may just want to take their head off because it's, it's too much on the mind. Mm-hmm. And when the mind gets too sick, you don't want to remember anything. You want to black out and you don't want to face reality. So why not face reality and just live in a dream? And then if you don't wake up to that, to that reality, you may want to take away the, 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 the reality by, you know, uh, erasing everything. Exactly. That's where, that's where a person that yeah. has an illness of uh, being suicidal they don't want to face reality reality it hurts so heavy that they feel alone that they feel by themselves that nobody don't help them if they be here long they 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 are damaged to the person they don't want the person to help i mean they don't want the person to feel burden for that person so they try to take their own life this is where it comes suicidal this is where it becomes ptsd because the mind it is overworked and don't know how to hold in what it needs to hold in because it's too much. Then you get to a certain time in your life that you're going to forget because you blacked out so much stuff. I'm, I'm not going to hold y'all. Oh, when people true. do stuff wrong to me, when people do stuff wrong to me and, 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 and it's real bad, I black it out. I black it out. Yeah. Well, I for- don't so want to remember it, so I forget that about is it. That's a defense mechanism. That is a defense mechanism that you have developed within yourself mm-hmm. yes. to block out the hurt that someone But the has bad caused. thing that's been, I've been doing it so long that I'm, I'm, I'm No, I've been doing it so long to the fact that I'm getting older now. This is reality. I'm forgetting. So I done did it so much and learned how to do it. To the point now, I'm like, I can't remember. Like, what, what, like, because now I can control, control myself through the years that are now is, is affecting my, my memory because I'm so used to close out a certain memory. Yeah. 
So when I was having my when I was having my issues, I was married. I was in a marriage. It was a it wasn't a physical abusive marriage. It was a verbal abusive marriage. So me being in that type of made me become verbal and abusive because I cuss your ass out quick. We know that, Jay. We know. And if you're a man, (laughs) don't be a man because I turn into a man right with you. So I had to go get help. I had to go get help and I had to control myself because when someone would lash out at me, that would start a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to be calm in situations when individuals have, I call them fits. That's what I call them. Fits. You've been traumatized. That's why when somebody traumatized you, it brings yeah. back me a call. Um, yeah. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. But um, what you call it when you re-injure yourself at a job is a word. Uh, you, uh, damn, excuse my language. When, when you get hurt at a job and and, you, and it's a re-injury, reoccurrence. That's yes. the word I'm looking for, sorry. Yes. So now, now, since I've had some help, I've been getting help and I have uh, right thoughts. Right thought is mastery. Now that I have the right thought, I am able to identify a narcissistic person, a bipolar person, a person that has PTSD, a schizophrenic, a major depressive disorders. Cause I had to go, I had to dig deep. I had to dig real deep, real deep. I have dig so deep. I went into my nurse and psychiatric books. <laughs> I said, let me do some research, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not enough systems in place for people, women and men and children that are having mental issues. So I got to tell you what my psychiatrist told me and she keep on trying to send people to me. That's crazy. But with that being said, my psychologist, she got us a degree. And I've been going to her since 2011, since I saw somebody got shot in the mouth when I carried mail. Also being abused through my previous relationships on top of me working for the post office, dealing with the craziness, okay? She said through the years, now she's old, now she's in her 70s. We, she's still my therapist. She even texted me just now talking about we got an appointment tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So um, me and her grew up by, so she already know what my diagnosis is. But the crazy part is what I love about her and what she love about me is that I told her straight to her face. When I went in there and she tried to say, I want to put you on a hypnosis, man, that thing didn't work. Me voicing my opinion works better than me speaking out works. Different wow. people have a way of having therapeutic. I'm not sitting on the couch putting no vibrator in between my legs and going to vibrate. But what I can say that she did agree on, that we did agree together, is that I told her this. I may not have went to school, got a degree, 
But me been through a lot of abuse through my life and me being traumatized early on in my childhood all the way up until now, I'm able to coach somebody and send somebody in the right direction. And I feel like, and I don't take nobody's credibility or them going to college and getting their education in that field. I don't take that away. But I feel like when you have people that been um, suicidal or people that wanna, you know, um, have issues or depression or whatever, or, or they've been abusing a relationship and stuff like that. She said, I know how to tell somebody. And I only tell somebody because I've been through experience and I can tell somebody how to go about things and mm -hmm. I can send them to go downtown and I can tell them to go through this and I can tell them how to do court now. I can tell them, even my lawyer was like, something happened. No, I, I see reality. I, I done learned a lot. And what I learned is psychology. My baby father, my first one was, was a child psychologist. So with that being said, you have to learn how to play the play when you hold that much memory. But at the same time, if you're a smoker, not a smoker, but if you're a drug addict, but if you're a recovery drug addict, you know how people go to the AA meetings? Nope. I will go to a person that overcame their drug addict before I go to the AA meeting because I see myself in that person because I was that person or I'm that person that that person was a long time ago. How do they do it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'll go to them faster than, you know, anything because they want to know how can they get out of it? Me being abused. Somebody asked me, somebody cried on my shoulder and I told them like, look, let me tell you how to go about this. Let me, and I'm gonna tell you how to go downtown and figure out how to do this. And I'm gonna get you the lawyer and this is the way you need to go. And when you get in that courtroom, you don't sit up here. You don't cry, you don't show no emotion. You be straight for it and make sure all these things is in order. You understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, somebody that never been abused and got abused, sometimes they wanna take their own life because they don't wanna be abused no more because they've been hurt so much that- Right. They're, they're just so draining. They're, they're completely and mentally and that, right, so let me tell you this. So at that moment, the feeling that you had, the feeling that you had when you ready to commit suicide, it's just like no other feeling. You don't want to be here. You want to just die. Mm -hmm. I remember that day. I was done. I said, I'm sick of this. Shit. I'm sick of everything. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of these kids. I'm sick of all y'all. I'm sick of everybody. I'm sick of the world. I'm done. I'm out of here. And I did it. And it didn't work. That's how I know I'm supposed to be here. And I'm here for a purpose. And I want to be the change. Right. Because a lot of people out here hurting. And they, oh, yeah. they, they don't want to show it. Yeah, they lasting out at you, cursing you out, calling your names. You don't know crazy. why. You don't know why. Yeah. Now, being that I'm, being that I'm, 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 like, well, where did that come from? Not knowing that this person could have been bipolar, schizophrenic, one minute, and then it's just a lot. It's just it a is lot. a lot. It, it 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 really is. And me being seasoned, seeing like a lot of things in my life, you know, even like down to my cousin. Me and her was really really tight. And when she was going through her, going through her 
mental health breakdown. I mean, she really, she, and, and, and we're young. So I'm like in my 20s, you know, 20, 25, you know, when she had hers. And wow. we used to be really tight, talk, talk all the time. And then she started doing like these little weird things that I didn't understand. Now I am, I am a happy-go-lucky person. I'm, I'm not negative or anything. If it's we something know. I can help you with, I will help you with. If it's something I can't, I just can't do it, you know, because I don't have a solution for you. But my aunt got so mad at me with, with my cousin. She got so mad at me because I like this cut her loose. I didn't understand what was going on. I just got married, you know, raising a family. You know, I don't have time to, to check and see what's going on with you. So I cut her loose and my aunt was so upset. With, she was so upset with me. And she said, how could you leave her like that? How could you leave her like that? And I'm trying to figure out what is it that she's talking about? Oh, and I'm young and I'm, I'm young then, you know, I'm 20, 25. But now that I'm older, now that I'm older, this mental health issue is real. It is really real. Target too, Miss Carol, because right here, statistics, I did my research, teenagers 15 to 19 years of age, and after the age of 65, Miss Carol, after the age of 65, we got a lot of work to do. The sassy yes, season, brothers, they get depressed too, because they can't move around, they're not mobile like they used to, um, I don't know if you heard uh, Reginald saying this. He was talking about his dad. He was saying how his dad was sad and his roommate was sad. He wanted to kill himself. He was down. And then he was talking to him, you know, bringing him up and uplifting him and stuff. And he was in the age bracket of 70 and 80, right in between. Mm -hmm. So we got work, says the CZ sister too. We got work to do. That rhyme. Absolutely. Like, we got that's, a lot that's why people. I put my dad where I put my dad. Now he he got him some dentures. Oh. He said he got, I said, Dad, why you got dentures? You know, it's guns for less than this building. He yeah. said, no, because it's chippy downstairs. So I said, you don't want to come back home? He said, no. I said, okay, because now he, he got people that just like him. Exactly, found another life. Yeah, yeah, yep. They got they got women in there with their boobies hanging down to uh, the ground, and so how, they walk with the cane in the high heels. How was his? How was your father's mental state before he went into the place? Because I remember you was having some challenges with him. How how was his? I'm gonna tell you how it went from the time he got here because I, brought, we we got back together after my mom passed away. Um, but he didn't come back. He didn't come live with me until his mom passed away and my cousin did something wrong that I don't like. And I'm not going to spread it, but I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if you see a cousin, I still don't like it to the day. So when he got here, it just brought us close. You know what I mean? I'm like, look, you wasn't in my life for 37, 37 years. I understand that. But you know what? Hey, you still my dad. We can still up here and work on the future. Whatever is the past, it's the past. So when he got here, I took him on in, you know, um, you know, because that's my dad at the end of the day. That's my real father. Was he depressed? And he came. Was he Not at first because he was working. He was... He, he was mobile. Mm -hmm. See, a, a, a man, I'm not just going to say a black man, 
any man don't like to be, most men don't like to be confined in one area, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me and when I tell you. I to say white men, Caucasian men, 80 years and older, are at great risk too. I did not know that. The Caucasian yes. men, 80 and, what? They yeah, they quick to blow up their brains. But anyway, they take a gun in a minute, be like, Bloop, and there you go. Bloop. But the thing, yeah, the thing when my dad got here, he was going to work. So he had nothing wrong with his knees or nothing. One day my son graduated from school and he went in here and walked and he fell and busted his mouth. And I'm like, what the? They said, call the ambulance. I'm like, what the? I run around, I said, what the? I said, oh my God, we got call. And I'm like, the only child said, oh my God, not again. I got to go through this. I done lost my mind. Then I got to deal with my dad. Here's the, here's the situation. Here's how it went downhill. Okay. He just kept falling. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. I ain't going to keep on picking you up. But then I'm like this. At the end of the day, the Bible, the Quran, whatever. See, honor thy mother, thy father, regardless of what so at the end of the day, I had to sit up here, and even though my body hurting, I got to sit up here and make sure I get him correct for anything. So when my cousin kicked him out, I said, that you can come on here. When he busted his mouth, when he kept on falling, I said, okay, now I got to go back into how I had to take care of be a caregiver for a parent. That's a hard thing on a child alone dealing with stress and dealing with abuse and everything. That's hard, but I took it. So I wear my heart with gold and everybody say, Terry, you hold, yo, you- Be proud, and Terry. Be heart. very, be, be proud, sister. Be proud. You know what I'm saying? So how is his and, mental status now? I'm, I'm about to explain. I'm about to explain. Give me, give me, give me the show right here. Okay? Cause this is, this is, this is a <laughs> testimony and a show at the same time. Okay? So let me, let Let's go we on. Just love her, don't we? I do. So, <laughs> I went ahead. He starts his, his body start. He couldn't move his arm eventually. Then his knees wasn't hurting. Then I got a call. You know the people to bring the, the hospital bed here. Everything that I remember that I had to deal with mentally when my mom had cancer, and then she started going crazy, and I thought that she was suicidal, and it all it was the it was the cancer. Oh. Man, I'm going through the same thing again with my dad, but thank God my mom, thank God the trauma that I went through with my mom had me prepared for my dad. Cause I said, whatever's going on with my mom is getting me prepared for the next, next batch. All right. I goes and get everything that they were like, Taylor, how you know what to get? Man, I had to learn from what I had to do with, with my mom. All right. This man kept falling out the wheelchair. I said, you know what? I'm at work. Gotta rush. I'm like... Now, not knowing that I'm not, and the people at work not helping me because they calling out, they, they sleeping on the clock. Now I'm sitting here, got to come home, rush home. It's not even a whole day and I got to go rush home. You don't know what mental I was going through when I'm at work and I got to deal with the post office. Then I got to go run home. Then I got to deal with my son, dad, sitting up here being mentally abused. So now I'm getting everything, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I'm still doing my big panties on and say, you know what? I got to do things one at a time. While I was doing it, I put my house on hold. While I was doing it, I, I tried to focus on what I needed to focus on. So then 
So then I goes, I goes, try to do, um, go in a room and, 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 and meditate. See, I already knew how to meditate. And I love total life changes, but I already knew how to meditate when my baby father got murdered to the time I got abused to the time now. So meditation is a key. But therefore, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta figure out something. He decides to go back in the hospital. He comes back. I said, I gotta figure out something. But the mental status, Gary, you did answer the question. The how mental- was the mental status? The mental status leading up to the reason why he's not coming back home. Okay? It's a story in a testimony of a story. This is a story. And and, and, and you got to understand, a lot of people want to hear how you did it, but it becomes mental. How is the story? It's a story. And I got my dad where he at now. But the mental part from the beginning, him not be able to move his arm, him not be able to mobilize, he said, you know what? I'm going to go out on the street. You don't got to worry about oh, me oh and stuff God. like that. You know what I mean? Th- th- that, that's, what, that's why I said to you, this is a story. Is, so he, if you moving are, around, is he moving around now? Because I've seen him at, listen. He moving around, he's not, no, he's still doing his thing, but he being a fresh pot. But I was, my <laughs> thing I, is, I, I, he's being a man. My thing is that if you want a short story, I'll give it to you. But it's yes. a story. About his testimony, we can take it over. Wait, we can take it over the hour because this, this mental, this sort, this, the stuff that we talking about is real. It is. This go on. So when when you want to shorten the TV show up, we can do that. But you know what? It's gonna be a part two. Well, then they need to be a part two then. They need to be a part two. So I'll finish my little statement. But I'm going to tell you right there that my dad, he don't want to come home. I said, you want to come home? Because I test him. I said, you want to come home? He said, no, because it's chippies downstairs. So him going from depression of him not being able to move around, him sitting up here being at the house with me, he ain't doing that. That that bothers a man. Okay? Because ain't no man want to be confined, can't do nothing, and I am telling you right now. And I told my dad straight up, I ain't wiping your ass. I'll call the nurse in a minute, but I I, I don't want to see what my mama worked with to make me no no no. So therefore, I'm proud that you can. I'm proud. I know I gotta make it funny, but I'm proud that he's happy where he at. They get to cater to him. They get to give him food. They get to wipe him a little bit, and he rolled it around. I said, "You want to come home? No, baby. Uh, uh-uh. you want you want my ass card. So I love it because his spirit doing is good. Up. He very right. he he doing is good. good. I saw him. I went to the home to visit him, and he was teeth. <laughs> we took We were smiling. He put his teeth in for me. He wanted to give me a kiss. He was just kidding. He was fighting with her. That's what he was exactly. doing. Exactly. So a man is going to be a man. Okay. Regardless. Regardless, yeah, that's their instinct. They love, they love looking at women. They love, they love, they love looking at women. They yeah. like the attention. Mm-hmm. They throw their little flirtation thing out there. I just love it. 
And it really keeps him going. It really, really yes. keeps him going. That he happy because that was a trying time. And it was very, very, very traumatic on the mental. On the mental because... Like on the, both of you. On both like, of you. It was very mental on both of you. Yeah. You and your dad, of course, and the rest of the family. Because it's just not just just not confined to, you know, two people. There's other people around that sees us as well. They might not say anything, but look, they're there. They're there. That's why I came. I, I I was already comfortable. That's why I came to her when she was at her 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 situation. Mm -hmm. I was good. So I'm like, okay, a, a strong-minded person that been through what she been through. I'm going to come to a rescue, Terry. I just want to tell you that I appreciate you. Thank you for showing up. And that's a big deal. That That is a big deal. I mean, my son, he tried to commit suicide. I ain't posted. Posted for what? Because I'm right here, right now, telling y'all what he did. I don't have to hide nothing. I'm real. And it is what it is. He need help. And I got to be the change. And... Hey, at the end of the day, mental health is real. So, Miss Carol, would you like to close this out? Because this is definitely going to be a part two. Terry, would you be willing to come back the second week? Because we got to get into it. Because there's some more stuff that I didn't even get to touch on. Mm -hmm. Because mental health is very, very big. Very big. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I have to give y'all an update because Sun Sun was released. Who the heck is that? But I know Sun Sun ain't well. My son. Oh, okay. Sun Sun. Yeah, they let him out fast, too. See, that's what I'm talking about. He just tried to commit. I feel like they let people out that's black fast and keep the white ones in. <laughs> well, sometimes it's always that way, you know? Well, I noticed that. Sorry, that's another topic. But that's, a whole, that's a whole nother show with statistics, but we talking about the males and the suicide rate is high. They let them out too soon. They should have kept them in there. And now we gonna see. But Mr. Here's a question. Did he ask to be released? I'm not sure. He's because you the can't, only way that's, that's what I'm talking about. When you have issues with mental health and you are of age, I can't do nothing. So it's like my hands is tied. That's and true, then, but- And, and then, HIPAA law, age, then HIPAA law comes in and you are locked out completely. But when I, I sent one of my coworkers to the mental place at Presbyterian, um, what happens is, You'll be sent in. It's, it's called a 302. You'll be sent in. Yep. And what happens is if that patient, any patients, but if the patient decides that they want to leave, they can't hold them. Yep. They, they them. That's the problem that we have with the people that have mental health. So if he decides that he wants to leave, they let him go. What if he decides to commit suicide again? Mm -hmm. That's what my hands is tied at. Then you got it. Yeah, it's a lot of work that needs to be done. Exactly. You know. So this is what I'm saying to people. You never know the battle that somebody is facing. You see me cheesing. I'm still gonna be cheesing. I'm getting down on my knees praying. 
every day. That's every all day. right. That's, that's all I can do. And that's what he wants you at his can. mercy. God wants you at your mercy. Hello. He so, wants you to pray like you never prayed before, like a waterfall. Keep going. Exactly. And exactly. I have to on it. So that's the only thing I could do. Pray for my family. Pray that's for all. my people out here. And um, just know that mental health is real. And like we always say, there's no excuses. Especially for the people that know that they have mental, Ill mental illnesses. You know you're supposed to be taking your medicine. Okay. And if you're not taking your medicine, Terry, what can they take? Show them, Terry. What can they take? Oh, so I'm not on the hospital medication no more. That's called Lexapro. Um, that dealing with anxiety and dealing with depression. That's what they prescribe. Um, that's what they prescribe. Because when I did go to the hospital, they had him on Lexapro. And how do you know he going to take it? See, this is all right. the mental health. We don't know if he going to take the medicine. He could say he going to take it. And you know what they do too? They keep him long enough in the hospital just so the meds could be in their system and then they release them. That's then what they, they get checked. Then the hospital get a yeah. check. They might keep them long enough and then let them, yeah, yeah, I know about that. That's it's another a time. Cool thing. So we're going to have to, we definitely won't get back into this again. Right. So with that being said, with the medication that the hospital prescribed, I don't use that no more because I use total life changes, harmony drops. This is what I use. I use the spectrum harmony drops that comes in a pink bottle. I love it. There's two. So if you choose, it's your preference. If you want to get the, the one that's the yellow, the original is, is look for the box that got the yellow, but I take the spectrum. So it's purple and uh, which is future pink. So with that being said, this is good because I actually had the company send me over what's in this bottle itself. So it adds up to what I was taking as uh, the doctor prescribed to me. And it gives me the same result. Now, yes, I'm going to say this, you know, I don't make no medical claims and I don't make no income claims, but you have to take the product for you to know that it is working to you. You got to take it. Me showing it to you, that's one thing. You doing your research and going Google, whatever, that's what Google's all about, that's another thing. But if you want to take something that's all natural, that's going to help the same way that you could take, that's prescribed to you by your physician, your psych, psychiatric uh, doctor, whatever you want to call them, with the PH, let me tell you something. Get with all natural not just join a company, but just get with all natural products that you know that's going to do the same thing. Do your, see what's going to match up and then go get the products that we had that supply to your needs, period. Absolutely. Okay. Harmony is very good. Now, just like she said, we're not making any medical claims. I have a special daughter, everybody know Mary Mack McKee. And yeah. I definitely give her her Harmony drops, okay? Coach Jay, like, give it to her, give it to her. I'm like, no, 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 no. We, I mean, we was fighting in here. We, Jay and I was fighting, having it, having this show. We was fighting. She said, the, the house was oh, oh she was tearing up. Oh, and the kid was beating me up. Yeah, she was just she was carrying on. She said, just give it a harmony drop. Just give it to her. Gave I it. Said, <laughs> Yo, I wouldn't that day. It was like, oh, when, 
if anybody know the movie Poltergeist, when they <laughs> said, this house is clean, let me tell you something. Their house became clean instantly. The spirit was calm. The Tasmanian devil was gone. Nakia just was calm. Thank you, thank you, Coach Jay. Nakia was so calm. We could we couldn't believe it. We was like looking around. Do you hear that? Yeah. You feel yeah. that? It, it was deep. It was just it so was calm. Well, guess it's, what? I, was, like, I get I get my baby her harmony drops every day. Wow! Right under her tongue. Of course, she don't hold it, so I have to yeah. hold her mouth. And then, but she she takes it and she knows what it is. Nakia, go get your harmony. Go get your go get your um. I said, go get your harmony. Go get your um. See, I'm all excited with the harmony. Go get your <laughs> your your multivitamins, your Nutriverse. Yeah. Go get your Nutriverse. It's never too late to learn. She knows what they are. She knows what they are, and she's doing so. She ain't come down here at all. I, I said, here, want to be on radio? Can't come down. Take, take, and she was good. She was you know how long? Listen, it was. Listen, I'm so proud of you, Miss Carol. I just want to tell you that because, and I'm so proud of you, Terry. I'm proud of both of y'all. I just want to. Thank we're you. proud of you as well, Jay. Thank you, Miss Carol. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to tell you, I want to thank you for being transparent, Terry, and thank you, Miss Carol, for being transparent because mental health is real. I just changed the dialect of this this whole platform because at the end of the day. It's a lot of people that need help. And we got a lot of work to do, Miss Carol. I didn't know. I did not know. I didn't. I didn't know your age bracket, them sassy season brothers. Listen, sassy. We we got work to do. <laughs> so Terry, tell the people where can they find you at? Oh. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. Okay, my name is Terry Jacks. Let me spell it out for you. T-E-R-R-I-J-A-C-K-S-3333. And there you go. You, that's where you find me on Instagram. You also can find me on Facebook is Terry Jackson. Okay, my whole government towards the end name. Okay, then not only that, you can call me. <laughs> And you can, you can it, 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 I work for the post office, so it's not easy to find me. So you can find me with this blind old hair, okay? So, but with that being said, you're going to find me on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, I do have a um, Total Life Changes. So it's www.total, T-O-T-A-L-L-I-F-E-C-H-A-N-G-E-S dot com blacks backslash t-e-r-i-j-a-c-k-s one so there you go you can find me there and you also can find me and i'm gonna give you www dot that's it that's all i can't remember <laughs> all right so i love you man miss 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 Jesus, sister Miss Carolyn Wilson, too. Can you please tell the Sidorians, the Facebookers, where can they find you at, Miss Sassy Season Sister? <laughs> All right, I'm I'm Carolyn Wilson. As she said, your Sassy Season Sister. You can find me on Facebook as Carolyn Wilson, Carolyn Wilson, or Carolyn E. Wilson. That's me as well. On Instagram, I am Candy underscore Sweet five five two two. I'm also on 
Instagram as Carolyn underscore Wilson 5522. Those are my favorite numbers. And you can always hit me up. You can always come over. Your jet can always okay. park in front of my door. Come on <laughs> over and let's have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Okay. So where can we reach you, Jay? As y'all know, y'all can find me on Instagram. It's Coach J C B D T Diller. That's it. Just Coach J C B D T Diller. And yeah, my main page, because you know, I hit multiple pages because you know they was trying to block a sister. It's uh total life changes underscore ISO T. That's me. You're gonna see me, you're gonna see my transformation. And um, you can also find me on Facebook, Hamima Smith. Okay, on Facebook. I try to change my name back, but Facebook said, nope, you're going to stay as Hamima. So that's the name. H-A-M-I-M-A-H, last name Smith. Okay? So thank you for tuning in, Sidorians. This was an awesome and amazing show. I just want to say... Um, thank you, Miss Carol, again, Miss Sassy Season Sister. Thank you, Terry Jack. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to tell them about your TikToks, because your TikToks be on point, Terry. What's I did some more. I don't What's know. I really don't know my TikTok name. I made one, but... Let me see. I think Mark, I think Mark put it... Yeah, it's Terry Jack's son, 19, on TikTok. That's what it is, y'all. So if y'all want to follow my girl, Terry Jack, 19, on TikTok, she's good. She had me in stitches and laughing all day, y'all. <laughs> and YouTubers and Instagrammers. I'll be in stitches because she do, she be doing a real good job. I said, I can't do that. Well, I can, but you know, it's a lot of work. All that. But thank you for tuning in, y'all. We will see y'all next, not next Tuesday, but the fourth Tuesday. Every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. No excuses. Thank you for watching. Sidorians and Facebook. Well, Sidorians, y'all can't see me, but the Facebookers, thank you for watching. And Sidorians, thank you for listening to Sidor Radio, the station that's more than music. We love y'all. Thank you. Love you. And, and when we're not 